everybody. Marilyn Hughes from the Out of Body Travel Foundation. And here we are for a live stream, your questions. Please subscribe to our channel. Helps keep us searchable across the web. And please consider becoming a member. Helps to keep us, keep all our resources for free to everyone in the world. We are talking about your questions again. And... Um, I want to talk about these questions that I have today. Um, I did want to quickly go over, though, something else. A suggestion. Welcome, Adriana. Thank you for joining us again. I wanted to just take care of a suggestion made by uh, someone in our last live stream to just go over uh, the website uh, and how it's laid out. And so I think I'll just do that real quickly, just to let people know how they can navigate the site, give you a little bit of an idea, and hopefully that'll be helpful. So if you go to the website at outofbodytravel.org, first of all, all our books are downloadable for free. All our classes, our films, and everything. Here on the YouTube channel, you know, you can see that each line has uh, something for you. It has our documentary films. We have our uh, seminars and classes, and then you have our film shorts available to people. Hello, Anna Yell, welcome. And then you see that you have the questions and answers, the live streams, the tales of the mendicant preachers. And then also you, you have a line that's just all my uh, radio and television interviews as well. And so hopefully you can find your way through the YouTube channel. When you go to the website, it's laid out similarly, and so let me just give you an overview. And of course, please feel free to send me questions if you have any about how the site is laid out. On the first page, you're going to find, um, you know, the my author bio that gives you just an overview of me, what I've been up to for the last thirty some years. You're going to see a couple of uh, our films there. And also, you know, the recommendation to begin with the mysteries, the redemption and come to wisdom's door. And then the things that have just recently been released. And so that is right there, as well as our mission, our mission statement, which is to reduce spiritual hunger worldwide. And that's why we offer everything for free. Then we do have that button there, which is the what's new button, which will take you to a page that just shows you everything we've recently released, um, as well as what's uh, coming very soon, stuff we're working on that should be released soon. So as you go through there, if you're interested in reading reviews, you can click on out-of-body reviews. And there's also uh, a sub-menu for the testimonials, which are some of the longer, really lengthy things that people have shared about their experience with the Out-of-Body Trial Foundation. Also, below that, you have the appearances and uh, one, two, three, four, five. So it just gives you all the appearances I've done in the order from the very beginning to current day. And so you can follow that through the one, two, three, four, five. If you go to the spiritual counseling page, you're going to find uh, reviews of the spiritual counseling that I do and my prices for that and the opportunity to look into that. And then also the Q&A, which just hooks you up to what you see right here at the YouTube channel, which is the Q&A that we have um, in video format. Below that, you start going into our, our, pro our products, you know, the books. So Out of Body Travel Books is going to be the next offering. If you click on that, you're going to be taken to the Out of Body Travel Books page. And that's where you can download the books for free. Every book has a download now button on there. And if you're interested in uh, buying the book, you know, you click on the book, it'll take you to the books page and tell you a little bit more about the book. Or uh, if you click on the book on the books page, it'll take you to its link on Amazon where you can check it out in terms of paperback, Kindle or Audible there. And so that's what you're going to find there. Below that, you're going to have a similar menu 
If you go to Out of Body Travel Films, it's going to show you what we have for our documentary films and link you up with all of those individual pages. And then below that, if you go to Out of Body Travel Music, you're going to be taken to the page that shows all the music I received in Out of Body Experiences and the paintings as well and links to the CDs that I have and those types of things. Below that, there's the Udemy courses. And you'll see it below that, there is a link for the seminars, which are what you see here on the YouTube page. And they're also available on the website. You're also gonna see underneath the Udemy courses, a page for today's liturgy and prayer, which has some prayer offerings for you, as well as the course of study that I've mentioned that is totally free on the website that takes you through a pretty comprehensive course of study uh, in uh, out-of-body travel and world religion. So you can check that out if you're interested. Then there is a social page, which takes you to all of our social networks if you'd like to connect with us there. And of course, a contact us page. So I hope that's helpful. Also, if you just take a look at the top of the page and the bottom of the page, you're going to see that at the top of the page, you can just click on the YouTube link. It takes you right here to the YouTube page and you can sign up to be on our mailing list uh, right there at the top. You're going to find something like that also at the very bottom. You can uh, check out uh, uh, our Facebook page and join it by clicking on the uh, out of Body Trial Foundation link there for the Facebook page with 1.2 million followers or join our Facebook group, which is also right there. Check out our cafe press offerings, which is t-shirts and things like that. If you go to the footer of the website, this is where it might get a little confusing because we just have a lot there. And uh, so we'll just go through that quickly and then we'll get to your questions. Um, Nicole Berkeley says, I found Mysteries of the Redemption. May I print it? You may, if you would like to. You're probably going to find, though, uh, it's probably going to cost you less to purchase it than to print it. But whatever you want to do is fine. MT says, OMG, you are wearing non-sleeve in the middle of the winter season. LOL. Well, MT, Arizona. Just saying. <laughs> okay, so at the footer of the website, you're going to see, again, we have our social links. Uh, some of our social links are right there. And then a link to take you to all of our social networks. Um, and then we have uh, our YouTube link, a link to our IMDB page, which is our all of our film and stuff information that you might be interested in. There's a link to our Udemy classes, our Rumble links in case you want to watch our stuff on Rumble instead of YouTube, which you can do. Rumble's a little different than YouTube. You have to set up separate pages for each grouping. So that's why you'll see these separate Rumble links for everything. There is an Audible link. So you can check out all of our Audible stuff, uh, feature film link to YouTube, and also to Cafe Press in case you want to get some t-shirts or other things from the Out of Body Trial Foundation, you can click on that. Then you're going to hit where we have our main off offerings. So it, Amazon author page where you can buy some of our books, the Trepstar CD, DVD fulfillment, that's where we have our DVDs and CDs available if you want to purchase copies of our films, our music, or other things like that. We also have our books available on Lulu, and um, we have Amazon Prime Video. We have our stuff available on Amazon Music, and uh, we also have our podcasts on Audible Original. And then, of course, there's links to the podcasts on Anchor, Spotify, um, and then again, another link to our Facebook group with 1.2 million followers. And then finally, down at the bottom, you can join our Facebook group and you can sign up there also to join our mailing list. And so I hope this is sort of helpful. 
Um, uh, so it's a general overview of the website. But again, feel free to send me suggestions. I am totally open to suggestions to simplify the site. Love any ideas y'all have. <laughs> I'm always trying to figure out, well, how can I make this simpler? And some, you know, so I love ideas. So send them to me. And so thank you, Andrew, for that idea to just kind of go over the site. And uh, so that's why I did that. So it looks like we have some people coming back. Um, and uh, Stark Ether is here. I love my T-shirt. Oh, you have one. Oh, that's great. I'm glad you have it. Adriana says the sun always shines in Arizona. Same here in California. <laughs> yeah, sure does. Yep, it is shining right now as we speak. So speaking of which, let us have some sunshine in here. Start with this question right now. So here we go. Dear Marilyn, just want to say that I enjoyed very much listening to the Prayer of the Twelfth Hour documentary and your last interviews, The Last Frequency with Michael Vera, Part 1 and 2 and all of those available right here on the YouTube channel. And thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, I haven't written because I have not experienced vibrations lately, except one time when I was in a hotel room sleeping and I didn't feel comfortable with the idea of leaving my body in a hotel room. And when I felt the vibrations, I panicked and got out of that really quick. And I just say really uh, just, just in response to that, um, I've had some very cool experiences in hotel rooms and in other places other than my home. So um, I would just say, try, try to be open to that. Don't be afraid. Nothing to be afraid of there, you know. My question today is more of a contemplation on one of your experiences. On page 107 of your book, Galactica, you talked about an out-of-body experience that reminded me of a scripture in Ephesians 6, 16, which says, In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. In this experience, you mentioned that you went to a hellish realm and saw some very horrendous things there. Towards the end of your experience, you mentioned the Lord allowed you to observe that the evil high priests appeared as ordinary men walking here on earth, going about their evil ways. What was the most stunning about your experience was to learn that normal, ordinary Christians living by faith, completely unknowingly tortured the high priests simply through the power of their faith in the Lord. I remembering this experience, that was a very cool experience many years ago completely oblivious to the impact they had on these evil souls, the Christians approached them speaking as if they would to anybody else. Unbeknownst to them, the energy of their faith would rebound on these evil entities. Yes, unable to tolerate the power of faith, the demons were tortured without the need for effort or even notice on the part of the Christians. Yes. Their faith spoke for them in energy. Wow, what an experience to see the power of faith in action. If you can offer additional insights on the power of faith, I'd really appreciate it. I always love to hear your explanation. So on this question, there's some more questions. We'll finish. Um, This was a really, really cool and beautiful experience that I had at the time, which was um, really demonstrative of this because this was one where I was shown that, and I remember, I believe this is the one, but if it's not, there was another one where um, those who had this faith had the light of a cross across their chest and they didn't even notice it, but I could see it. And um, there was this beautiful power in seeing that even those who were not consciously aware 
of their mystical power. They were completely, you know, subconsciously in, in these experiences. They were not consciously aware of what was happening. I was just observing. But they were just by the nature of who they were. And this is, this is, I think, what the essence of the experience is, is that the nature of who we are matters. Now, ironically, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about in some of our previous live streams, where we're talking about the remorse, the contrition is necessary because we, it's necessary that we do alter the nature of who we are in the purification process. It's important that we re realize and recognize that in putting on a new man, there is a change that takes place. And what we saw in this experience, which was that these dark demonic entities could not tolerate or handle the power of these simple Christians living out their faith because of the nature of who they were. They weren't doing anything. They weren't actively fighting a warfare or doing anything to combat them or to do anything. The simple nature of who they were was powerful, but it was also the way, it, going back to the words that this person utilized, the demons were tortured without the need for effort or even notice on the part of the Christians. And so, um, and it's really, it was interesting too to see and um, this is from, I'm just going to ask, is it okay to say who this is from? I'll wait for that answer. But um, this, um, so this is from Adriana. <laughs> and it was interesting to get this question, to, to just experience and realize that this, this experience uh, had this impact on Adriana, that it, it struck her in this way. And, and the reason why is because what does this tell us? It tells us that we don't realize how important some of the simplest of things are, right? You know, feel free to yabber back at me too because um it so adriana says it's amazing to me just by the nature i cried and cried i was so happy okay so that's very interesting because it showed you adriana right that it wasn't as complicated perhaps as you thought right becoming a simple christian accepting on faith that christ is who he said he was and accepting that yoke of Christianity and your faith. And you're like, wow, d just doing that has that kind of power. I, you know, it's not required of me to go be St. Michael, <sighs> right? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing, you know, and so I hope I'm guessing okay. So if I'm not, just feel free to uh, correct me, Adriana. But it's it's like we do have this tendency to think, oh, well, I have to do really amazing things. I have to do more powerful things, you know. Adriana says, not complicated at all, just simple faith and living a normal life by just having faith. It's powerful. Yes, that's what I'm trying to get at. Now I'm getting slammed. 
Yes. And so that's what I wanted to get here with this is that their faith spoke for them in energy. So just the nature of who we are, the nature of who we become by choosing the path of faith, that alone has power beyond what we understand. Isn't that amazing? And, you know, going back to the question we were talking about, we, we were talking about it with Nicole was there. Uh, Paul was talking about it as well. Um, and I believe Joe was there as well, talking about this, about the nature of uh, God. And we're talking about how we can make it so complicated. You know what I mean? And we realize here that the purification path starts with a simple act of faith. And that in and of itself becomes a miraculous act because we see how powerful it is in the mystical world and the power it has against the darkness. And if we see this in this experience and about how it impacted the demonic, um, we realize that that simple, simple step is actually a huge leap. It's like jumping across the Grand Canyon, you know? Adriana says, beyond what we understand, it's amazing. The scriptures describe the shield of faith. It's a powerful shield. Yes. The Nutter Mant, welcome. Um, welcome. And he says, I have astral experiences with giantesses all of the time. Dreams, some might call them. I interpret it more as memories, however. I see this as my experience with God. God as a woman is a woman. So, <laughs> well, feel free to explain that just a little bit more, and we can talk about that also. And I'm going to go ahead and finish up this question and uh, go ahead and explain that just a little more. We can talk about that. So continuing on with Adriana's question here, she says, um, on a similar token, I want to ask you a question because it confuses me so much. I've read many NDE books and heard many interviews throughout my life. My question to you is that why some NDEers contradict each other? I understand that heaven is not a one-stop shop. It's many realms, many worlds, etc. But some people say they died had an NDE and Jesus told them that hell does not exist. I will give you an example of one NDE author that I read her book, Embraced by the Light by Betty J. Eady, that says that Jesus told her that hell is not real and it does not exist. Mrs. Eady had encounters with evil trying to attack her that she details in her book, but yet she says Jesus told her that hell does not exist. I have heard other NDEers say that they saw that hell does not exist. Yet other NDEers say it does and hell is real. Jesus in the Bible says it exists. So why would Jesus say hell does not exist to some NDEers? I just want to say that Mrs. Edie seems sincere in her interviews when she says Jesus told her hell does not exist. Any insights? And I apologize if this is such a dumb question, but I've heard so many things contradicting such as whether reincarnation is real or reincarnation is not real, etc. Always thank you for your most beautiful work. Thank you for your faith. <clears throat> so um, it's a good question, Adriana. And, um, and hopefully I can give you an answer that will suffice. I may not because, you know, I think that we don't really always have uh, a sufficient answer. You know, the, the answers that I would give would be that, uh, you know, I would give some answers 
I want to give kind of my disclaimer with the answers that in the end, we don't know for sure, but these are some of the things that I would say as being possibilities, right? So I'm familiar with Betty Eady's work and I actually had some of the same you know, questions because of her work and I've read a lot of different near-death experiences. <clears throat> Excuse me, same problem. <clears throat> and, um, and yeah, Betty Eady also says that reincarnation doesn't exist in her experience. So there's a couple of things I would point out. One thing is that I see that you'll get people who have one experience and they will create a theology, an entire theology and an entire cosmology based on that one experience. And I think that's where some of the difficulty comes in. So let's say, for example, if I based my entire cosmology based on even just the first 50 experiences I had, um, it would be sorely lacking. And that's because we don't see everything in one experience. We see parts of things and things are revealed to us in pieces. We can't understand all of it in one experience. Um, so for instance, like it took several years before it was revealed to me that yes, hell did exist. I was very happily content thinking it didn't for several years before I was told, bummer for you, now you have to go learn about these places. <laughs> And so, um, so it's easy to talk about, well, I didn't see it, therefore it doesn't exist. There was another near-death experience written about by a, a child, a, a young boy. Um, and he said, well, I don't know why people are writing about cherubs. There aren't cherubs. When I went to heaven, I didn't see any cherubs. And it's like, okay, well, that's because in his experience, he didn't see cherubs. I don't think I saw my first cherub uh, for 15 years of experiences. So the thing is, we have to understand that we don't see everything in one experience. Um, we see some things. Now, I guess you would say, well, in a near-death experience, wouldn't you expect to just see everything? Well, no, because it's the same thing. The veil is being lifted um, partially at that time. And, you know, we're only seeing parts because even as we're dying, we have to be slowly reintegrated into the afterlife. Now, I can't explain why people have had Jesus tell them hell doesn't exist and other people have had Jesus tell them hell does exist, except for the possibility that some people have either misinterpreted um, something or um, misunderstood something or it was not for them to know at that time which is a real thing. There are things that are concealed from us until we are ready to understand them. That is a real thing. A lot of people aren't comfortable with that. They don't like it. And it's like, well, it's a real thing. Um, Andrew says, I was taken to a hell realm, something I will never forget. It was very real. For those of us who have been there, that is exactly how we experience it. I know St. Teresa of Avila was taken to the hell realm that was prepared for her if she didn't change her life. And she had a very similar response to what Andrew just shared right there. And so uh, it's, I think that, and you know, Adriana, please feel free to let me know if this is helpful in understanding this question. So what we have are a couple of different answers. One is 
that that these people are sharing what they've experienced in one experience. And so they're not getting the whole picture, you know? So if you, if you've been having mystical experiences for 38, 40 years, and you've had thousands and thousands, then you are being taken and initiated into more and more understanding. And it's more likely you're going to see more that makes sense. The other part is that it is easy to possibly either misunderstand or misinterpret something um, that is also a possibility. It is also possibility that it is not for them to know at that time. And it is also a possibility um, that, uh, you know, we just, uh, you know, are, we aren't to understand why some things are revealed to some and not revealed to others at different times. Um, Adriana says, do you think that eventually when all souls are redeemed, God will destroy the hellish realms since there will be no need for hellish realms since no souls would inhabit them? Um, I don't know. That would be something uh, that I would not know uh, because I don't understand or know in terms of, you know, let's, let's say that your, your conclusion is true that there will be a time when all souls are redeemed well then, yeah, I think that's a possibility, sure. Um, but I, that's presupposing that there will be a time when all souls are redeemed. I don't know, you know what I mean? <laughs> because we, I don't know. The, the, the thing that I have definitely learned from having done this for almost 40 years now is that there is always so much more beyond my comprehension or my understanding that I cannot possibly uh, understand or explain uh, God fully. I've developed this humble awareness that I will never, uh, with my little tiny human mind, comprehend what I've come to see. I'm just very grateful, honored, blessed that I have been allowed to see what I have seen. And I can't even say that I fully understand everything I have seen. It's just, um, God is so much more than we can understand. MT says, or very possibly the man she thought was Jesus wasn't really him. And that's possible too um, with, with any, uh, any of these situations. And that's possible with any of us. It's possible with me. It's possible with them. It's possible with anybody, especially if they're not doing any type of discernment. Um, and, you know, you have to also It's, you also have to consider just the fact that God understands how much we need to know. And the more that you actually travel mystically and understand and experience, the more you realize that there's so much more that we will not understand that we have to trust that God gives us what we need here. And it may very well be an abbreviated version of all reality. And when we cross over and when I cross over, I fully know that what will be revealed then 
will be so much more than what I have seen to date because we really don't have the capacity to understand things uh, in the way that we had. So anyway, I hope that's helpful. But so just take those three possibilities. One is, um, the first one is, gosh, I'm forgetting already. <laughs> we started out with, uh, we have the, uh, oh, the fact, the fact that when people have one experience, they can't possibly contain all knowledge, all information from all time. Um, and then we have the fact that, yeah, it's possible it wasn't who they thought it was who was talking to them. It's also possible that they misunderstood or mis, mis, uh, translated that information. That's always possible. And that's always possible for me. That's possible for all of us. Um, it's also possible that it's not something that's important for them to know. Um, so uh, hopefully that's very, that's helpful. Adriana says, very helpful. Thank you. So I hope that was. So let's go back to, we got some quick uh, comments here. And we, we do have that possibility of, you know, all the discernment questions like MT mentions here. Um, so the Nutterment um, uh, has some questions as well. Uh, let's answer these other ones. And Nutterment says, hmm, God takes me away all the time. My recent experiences have been a lot of stuff on a microscopic level to her in the outer realm of heaven. To be honest, the experiences are sexual and graphic. Um, let's see. And uh, the Nutterman, have you ever had any experiences similar to what I described? Stike, uh, Stark Ether says, I had an experience where I was asleep and my fiance told me I had to transcend time to see him again. And then I woke up to the police at my door telling me he was gone. I still haven't figured that out. Um, she says, Mysteries of the Redemption saved me. Uh, the Nutterment says, how do we know that we um, aren't able to understand God? And uh, Stark Ether says, read Marilyn's books. She has had similar experiences. Yeah, I've had thousands of experiences, um, which are documented in 105 books. So they're available for free download at the website, outofbodytravel.org. Um so let's tackle those one at a time. So Stark Ether, I am so sorry to hear of your loss. Um, and I'm glad that the Mysteries of the Redemption saved you. I'm very honored to hear that. Thank you for sharing that with me. It gives me motivation to keep doing what I do. And sometimes I get very demotivated because I feel like what I'm doing isn't that helpful. And so hearing what you just shared motivates me. And so thank you for telling me that. And, and I am so sorry for your loss. And so what your, your, your answer comes to me very quickly with uh, you had an experience where you were asleep and your fiance told you, you had to transcend time to see him again. And then you woke up to the police at your door telling you he was gone and you haven't figured that out. <clears throat> What he's telling you is he was letting you know he was already gone and the police came to the door and verified that he had crossed over. And what he's telling you is that in order for you to see him, you will have to transcend time, which means you'll have to move outside of the time continuum in order to be able to meet with him spiritually um, I'm impressed with him being able to 
get that message to you that quickly, actually. It's pretty impressive, you know. A lot of times when people uh, die, it, they have trouble with com communicating like that, and especially in that type of clarity uh, for a little while. And he, he communicated with you really fast, but he was letting you know that in order for you two to meet, you would have to transcend time, and you are in the time continuum, and he is no longer inside that time continuum and that is something you can uh, work towards through out-of-body experiences. And so just kind of keep working on what you're doing, Stark Ether. And that is um, something uh, that can slowly possibly come to pass. Um, but, um, uh, you know, I'm just kind of feeling sorrow for you right now. So... Uh, bear, bear with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, very sorry to hear about this. It's just such a, such a tragic thing to happen to you. I'm so sorry. Uh, but continue. I'm so glad the mysteries, the redemption helped you and, you know, continue on this path because it is out of body travel that I think he's actually referring to because it is out of body travel that will help you to transcend time to uh, possibly be able to meet with him. And, um, and so, you know, feel free to reach out to me via email and we can talk about that more for sure. And so um, let's see, we have, Adriana says, some NDEers come back saying that one particular religion is true. Could that be only because God wants them to perhaps stay that particular faith? Um that their life mission will be better fulfilled in that particular faith. It could be. Um, I think that uh, that's an interesting question because um, um, you know, I've heard different things. I, you know, I've, I've heard people who had near death experiences who had were led to um, someone I knew was led to very traditional Catholic stuff. And he converted to Catholicism um, in his last days. Um, I do think it's possible that partly what does happen is that we are guided to what is going to be best for us. Now, I can tell you that there's no question who is Lord in heaven, okay? And that's Jesus Christ. He is Lord in heaven. He rules the royal family of God, which is the prophets, saints, mystics, sages, ascetics, and, you know, saints. Um, he, he's the head of all of them. But they all work together to in the redemption of humankind, and they work in unity and, and dominion. And so... When you go into the mystical out-of-body travel spheres, there is a, a continual movement that all of these paths are being utilized to help with the purification process of souls and that they are utilized throughout. So there is not this, you know, casting off of, of these different paths, you know. Um, Aniel, when any of you travel out of body, do you place a sphere of protection around you? I have heard it is very important to do this. Yes, that is important to do that. And um, that should be something that everyone should be doing. Um, so yes, the, um, and, you know, uh, you utilizing the, uh, practice of discernment. Um, so um, the so with the practice of discernment also, you know, when you come across an entity, and this is one of the things too, if you are 
if you are uh, in an experience, and this goes back to the near-death thing too, and most people in their near-death experiences aren't going to do this. People in their out-of-body experiences do this and should do this, but they don't always do this, which is asking in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, if you have been sent by our Lord Jesus Christ, by God, for my instruction. Because if you do this, if something is there and it is not for that purpose, they will be required to leave. And, um, and so we don't have that discernment in place for every single experience that people have. And so this is where some of uh, these things happen. Uh, so let's see here. I think we need to answer... Okay. All right. So we do have, let's talk to, uh, let's, let's uh, give you uh, a, a few minutes here. Nutterment. So you were asking about this um, situation. How do we know that we aren't able to understand God? Well, if you, um, if you actually are pursuing a pure path of spiritual discovery and enlightenment, it will come to you very naturally that you will begin to understand that. There's an understanding that will come to you. Um, and you had mentioned uh, God takes you away all the time. Your recent experiences have been on a microscopic level to her and you perceive this person as god or goddess and your experiences are very sexual and graphic um and i'm going to tell you right off the bat that the fact that they're very sexual and graphic already tells me that you're not experiencing god you're experiencing something else let's go to your other thoughts and go from there you said have you ever had any experiences similar to what i described yes and those are usually coming from the dark side to pull you away through lust and those vices to pull you away over to the dark side uh, because you are on the, what you're doing there is going away from love itself, which is God. And that is a separate vibration. That's a different vibration than lust. And so there is a place for sexual union um, in love. But what you're describing is not the same thing. So let's let's see what else you might have said. So um, uh, when any of you, uh, so it is important. Uh, so Aniel mentions the protection, the protection, the discernment we talked about. The nutterment says, oh, you are aware that I am God. I'm, I'm going to just assume you were joking. If you're not joking, no, you're not God. We all know that. But if you're joking, okay, cool, funny. Okay, moving on. Um, okay, we are here for the lecture. She's answering questions. Please do not interrupt the chat. MT says to the nutterment, if we are capable of understanding omnipotence of God, firstly, we wouldn't be here, period. That's true. Very well said, MT. That's a good way to put it. MT says, second, if you are taken or given the experience of sexual and graphic matter, that's a typical sign of darkness. I'm glad you are here with us. Very well said as well. Um, you will benefit so much to begin studying books written by Marilyn. Yes, very, very well said. Thank you, MT. Ani Yell asks if you have a ritual. Nutterment is ha, 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 okay. Stark Ether says, Jesus Christ is my master. Ex excellent. Um, excellent. I'm very glad to hear that. That's going to help you, Stark Ether, uh, in your journey. You need that to follow your path well. Okay. And then, um, so Nutterment says, to me, heaven is sex with a giantess. And so, okay. And so that's what heaven is to you now. And that's a distortion and something that's been turned backwards by you. 
that that's not heaven. That's just a vice. And so, so everybody understands vice unless they're dishonest. So to you, your vice is your heaven right now. And so that's what we are understanding. That's what I'm understanding you to say. So you uh, are very attached to this vice and this sex that you're having with this being that you've come across. And she's your sister who tells you that you are Jesus Christ. And that is extremely typical of a demon. So now we know you're dealing with a demonic force. So you have a demonic force, probably some type of an incubus or succubus. That's a sexual demon. And they're trying to give you delusions of grandeur. So these are all typical things. And now I'm a little more concerned, um, Nutterment, because, because this can actually lead to more serious conditions for you. Okay. Uh, where you can actually end up with demonic obsession and you don't want to end up with stuff like that. Okay. And let's talk. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then Nutterment. So you practice the Lima. Okay. And so that makes perfect sense why you are having this problem. Okay. Uh, so you're practicing Thelema, which is the a feminine side of witchcraft. And so that's why this is happening to you. And um, so I'm glad you came. Um, and if you're actually here because you'd like to really explore what the Out of Body Travel Foundation has to offer, we've had a lot of people who've come from these kinds of traditions who have been able to really transform their spiritual life. But if you continue to practice the Lima, you're going in a direction that literally could lead to possession. That what you're describing is bad. So you are literally being courted by an incubi succubi. They're giving you delusions of grandeur of godhood. This is all typical. And the sexual gratification, which is the incubi succubi stuff, they're going to have sex with you. And, um, and it's taking you down a bad path. Let me try to catch up here. Um, Let's let me try to catch up. Uh, thank you. Stark Ether says, thank you. You're very welcome, Stark Ether. And feel free to email me. Okay. And I like your little emojis, Nutterment. They're very cute. Ha ha slammed. Okay. Um, Aniel says, okay. What I was meaning before laying down to have an experience is there a ritual of placing a sphere of protection around you? And Nutterment says Babylon. So that's probably some Thelema practice. And any Thelema practice of, of a kind of sphere of protection is probably not going to be very helpful. So, you know, you're going to have to be open to learning about what types of things you've been exposed to and the things that would be helpful for that. And you have to be willing to actually consider um whether or not you're open to changing who your master is, because you have to invite Jesus Christ in. You have to be sincere about it because that's, who's going to save you from this. Um, and you're saying I am possessed. I don't know if you're kidding. If you're serious, it looks like you might be kidding, but what you're doing, it could lead to that. You know, I don't think you're possessed myself right now, but I think that this could lead that way. And you say you love God. And I believe that you probably do love God. There's a lot of people who fall into practicing things that they don't realize that it's just playing on, you know, I want power or I want this or whatever. And the Thelema stuff, it, it just goes into a lot of all these mystery things that makes it sound all mysterious and fun and interesting and it plays on your intellectual stuff. And, and then you don't realize that it's just taking you down this dark road. And so I believe you when you say you love God. And so we can all be easily misinformed. It happens to every one of us. Um, and so you're saying, I don't know, she kind of makes me do this stuff, to be honest. Okay, yep, incubi, succubi. Um, 
and Nutterman says, uh-oh, I'm bad, um, and you're glad this is normal, um, it's, it's a normal type of temptation. It can happen, but I don't think what's happening to you is normal in that you're allowing it to the degree that you're allowing it and that it is a succubus. This is different. This is not like a dream temptation. This sounds more like you've got an actual demonic attachment. So I'm more concerned about that. It's not like you're having like, you know, little wet dreams here. You've, you've got something that could actually be attaching to you. So I want you to take it a little more seriously. And no, I don't think you're bad. I think that you are being lured into a path that is just um, not, you know, not helping you. It's kind of hurting you. That's what I'm thinking. Um, and yes, and Adriana is saying, I suggest you to pray, Nutter, Nutterman. Nutterment. And I, and you're saying, uh, laughing out loud. Okay. I don't know why you're laughing out loud. If you practice the Lima, you're praying. It's just, you're praying to someone else. I'm not sure who, you know, you'd have to tell me because there's a lot of different deities you'd be praying to in Thelema. Adriana says, um, Jesus Christ can set you free. Adriana says, start with the Our Father who art in heaven, which is a powerful prayer. And that is absolutely true. In my books, I mentioned how the Our Father, the first stanza, is a very powerful deliverance prayer. And Nutterment says, I love you. And that's wonderful. And I think um, uh, that's really sweet. And, I, you know, we love you, too. We love you, too. I mean, you know, just because you're having this struggle doesn't mean that, I mean, We've all been there, sort of. You know, maybe we didn't practice the Lima, but we've done other things or we've been through uh, the, the sexual temptations. We've all been in, in similar situations or whatever. I didn't worship the feet, though, so I'm just saying. <laughs> so Nutterman says he worships the feet, whatever that means. But uh, as Stark Ether mentions that... Uh, uh, everyone struggles with the root chakra, which is absolutely true. Um, and Nicole Barkley says, Nutterman is reaching out. God bless him and keep him. Well said, Nicole. Um, Mary the Aries. Hello, Mary the Aries. She's uh, got some cute little emojis clapping and, and hugging. So Nutterman, you just received a beautiful hug. And... Um, and uh, Nutterment says, I worship the feet. And I'm not sure what this emoji is, but um, Nutterment says, thank you so much for your help. Ha ha. Well, you are very welcome. And you are welcome here, Nutterment. And feel free to send me an email. We can talk about this privately and whatever, you know, just tell me what's going on. And, you know, and you can take or reject whatever I have to offer. You know, that's your thing. And um, if you just uh, are not uh, buying it, that's fine. You know, but I'm happy to email with you back and forth and we can talk about it in more detail. And maybe that would be helpful. And I'd be happy to do that. Um, I think that would be great. Oh, that'd be great. I would love to. Nutterman says, okay, I will. Yeah. And we can figure out what you're doing and what we can do to change, what we can change in it that might be helpful. Because you don't want to be in a position where you have this entity that's forcing you to do anything. And we can um, can see what we can do. So we'll try that. And, uh, um, and so Adriana says, thank you for answering my questions. Wonderful live. And uh, so great. And, you know, I have another question here that I want to answer. In fact, I have a few more. So what we're going to do, since this one has run pretty long here, I'm going to go ahead and end this live stream and come and open up another one. And I'd love it if every one of you would join me um, again, because I'm going to open another live stream here in just a few minutes. Nutterment says I would be grateful for that. Well, I am honored. I would love to have that conversation with you, Nutterment. And like I said, take it or leave it. You know, it's, um, you know, it's just a conversation. Let's see what we can come up with and, and, uh, see what happens, you know, can't hurt anything to just talk. 
you know? So let's do that. And so what we'll do is this has been really interesting and I really enjoyed having all of you today. We had a lot of really interesting stuff. Stark Ether, Nutterment, uh, Joe was here. Uh, my goodness, all these interesting questions. Adriana's really cool questions. Really appreciate all of it. MT, all of your interesting comments on a yell. I'm sorry if I'm missing people. Mary the Aries, welcome. You know, we've had a few people come in here that we haven't seen before in the chat room. Always appreciated. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out. Adriana says, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I will be back with another live stream in a couple minutes and take on this next question. And I hope you'll come back. So again, subscribe. And if you can become a member, keeps us searchable, makes it possible for us to keep everything free. Really appreciate your help. Thank you so much. Love y'all. See you in a minute.